0: Well, hi there, guys. Thank you for listening to ABC's podcast today. Our prayer as you listen to this podcast is that it would truly be a blessing. Perhaps it may lead you to Christ for the very first time. Or if you know Christ, it'll definitely lead to a deeper commitment to Christ. But in the same breath, what we don't want is for these podcasts to be a replacement for your church. It just can't be. We believe that the gathering of believers, the local church, matters. It matters to you personally, your family, your family and the community the church is attached to. God's designed us for community with each other. So yes, we pray this podcast is a blessing, an encouragement, a challenge perhaps, definitely an installment moving you closer to Jesus, and we're excited that you're going to listen. But also know that we, it's not a replacement for church. And may God honor your faith as you listen, as you hear Him, and as you obey, blessings, everyone. Well, hello, everyone. Thank you for joining us today as we start our new series. Um, preparing for Christmas Day. Okay? And as we look at this Savior that's being born, as we consider this one, this super one, I pray that we won't lose Jesus this Christmas. That's our prayer. I know that for, for some, Christmas is going to be a bit different. Uh, maybe there are no families coming over. Maybe you're not going anywhere. Christmas just doesn't seem like Christmas. I mean, you can't compare this Christmas to last Christmas, can we? All right? But whatever the change, whatever the difference, let us not lose Jesus. That's the point of our series over the next few weeks, not to lose this Jesus. Now, common to everyone is the experience that Christmas is a very busy, frantic, chaotic at times, time of the year, getting things ready and whatnot. And likewise, let's not lose Jesus in this busyness. And so over the next few weeks, we will be looking at the Savior, this one that was born. And as we make our way towards the manger, I trust that Christ's spirit would be in all of us this Christmas season. That's what you need. That's what I need. That's what our families need. Okay, that's what our community needs and our nation needs. And that's what we're praying into. Over the next few weeks, for ourselves, for our community, and for our world. Okay. Get your Bibles open to Deuteronomy chapter 18. We're going to stand and read it together. Deuteronomy chapter 18 from verse 15. We're going to stand together and read it and uh, trust that it does a wonderful, mighty work in our lives. Okay. The Lord your God will raise up for you a prophet like me from among you, from your fellow Israelites. You must listen to him, for this is what you asked of the Lord your God at Horeb on the day of the assembly, when you said, Let us not hear the voice of the Lord our God, nor see this great fire any anymore, or we will die. The Lord said to me, What they say is good. I will raise up for them a prophet like you from among their fellow Israelites, and I will put my words in his mouth. He will tell them everything I command him. I myself will call to account anyone who does not listen to my words that the prophet speaks in my name. And just so far may God bless the reading of the word to us today. Shall we pray? Father God, thank you for this word. Thank you and we pray that this word as it points us to Jesus would point our hearts to being more like Jesus. We pray, Lord, as we consider the perfect prophet that our hearts would be changed and renewed, not just for our sake, but for our family's sake, our community's sake, the world's sake. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Okay, so what would I have us consider today as we anticipate this Jesus being born in a manger? I would have us consider, seriously consider, the truth of the perfect prophet and the implications of that for our lives. And I believe they are great. They are challenging, but they are equally rewarding. Equally rewarding. Okay? Why Deuteronomy? Where are we with Deuteronomy? We're in Deuteronomy um, and it's, it's the book of the law. You could generally say it's the constitution of the Israelite nation. And as Moses gives this Constitution, in it, he gives a prophecy and prophesies about a future perfect prophet, whom we know today as Jesus, right? He points to this Messiah, this true perfect prophet that will culminate and come. Um, so that, that's where we're at. And he, just before it, he is uh, condemning the practice of sorcery and divination. Okay, but as for you, the Lord your God has not permitted you to do this. And then he points to this this prophecy, this perfect prophet. Now, just on that note, while we're reading that and starting in the Old Testament, let's give this a kick. Okay, let's kick the can that says the Old Testament is not relevant for Christians today. Kick that can, okay, because the Old Testament is very much relevant for the Christians today. All right. Very relevant. That's the point of the Old Testament. The Old Testament is saturated with pictures and pointers to our Jesus, uh, the Messiah, the King that's being born. That's the whole point of the Old Testament, is to point to Jesus. Okay, so the Old Testament was not like, uh, let's kick this can as well, that the Old Testament was plan A. God's going to save people by giving a law, constitution, a religion. Okay, and, and, and through that religion, he's going to save people. No one got saved by, by the law. No one. Okay. All right. The law was given to prove that we are undone, broken, fragile, defeated, weak, hopeless, without God. That's the point of the law. The, the bearing of the law on us is to break us so that we would be ready be ready for what this jesus point us to this jesus make us ready for jesus anticipate eagerly await and take hold of this jesus who could save us right that's why jesus first message when he came when he when he came to earth was repent for the kingdom of god is near turn turn all right so we just kicked a few cans here while we're looking at the old testament it's good to do that from time to time i think Alright, so in the Constitution, we have Moses writing and he's giving a prophecy about the prophet. And that's our focus this morning on this perfect prophet. Let's break it down. Step number one we need to take this to mind and to heart and to our lives. What do we believe by conviction? That this Jesus that we are celebrating is greater than Moses. Why? Because this one comes from God Himself. This prophet. There are some similarities between the prophet of Moses and the prophet of Jesus, the true prophet. But there are are major, major differences. Okay, and that's what we'll highlight here this morning. First number one, the Lord your God, verse 15, here it is, will raise up for you a prophet. Let's take that for a moment. What does he mean, will raise up for you? It doesn't mean that he's one day going to create a prophet. Jesus was not created. Jesus is God. He always was, he always is, and he always will be. He was established. Well, who is this Jesus? What is this Jesus? This Jesus is going to be the, capital T, P, prophet. The perfect prophet. So in other words, all the prophets preceding Jesus were prophets raised by God. Yes. But imperfect. Right? They only highlighted an aspect only gave us a glimpse of what the true prophet will be. There were only glimpses and highlights. Grossly imperfect, but raised by God. Okay? This perfect prophet is going to be the culmination, the perfection of prophet. He is going to hit prophet in the full definition. Okay? That's who this Jesus is. That's why we celebrate and anticipate this one that's coming. This Jesus. Because he is of God. Unlike the others. Like the others, but unlike them. Okay? God will will raise up for you a perfect, in the perfect sense, a prophet. Here he goes. Like me from among you. That's interesting. So Moses is saying, like me. What was Moses? Moses. Moses was the one that saw God face to face. So this perfect prophet will be one that sees God face to face. Moses was the one that mediated between the people of God and God himself. Correct. Right. He was the mediator. He was the one that interceded and prayed for that God would not destroy them. So you could see the parallels and the similarities between this perfect prophet and Moses. And we look at this aspect of, of mediation because this, friends, this we must take to heart. Okay, and this enables, this is going to enable the spirit of Christ in us this Christmas. When we acknowledge again and just review the significance of Jesus, the mediator, the mediator. Okay, what do we mean by that? Well, because Jesus alone is our mediator. We all have equal access to God. Now, sometimes just in casual talk, it's it's joked around that, you know, when we have a special event uh, or something, guys will come to me and say, Ivan, won't you just send a prayer for us, please? We don't want any rain. You know, <laughs> Ivan, won't you please pray for that? Ivan, won't you intercede for that? And it's my privilege to pray for people. Of course, that's part of my job. But, but, I don't have any unique uh above average or direct line to god that no one else has i'm not father ivan i'm not so although it's my privilege to pray for people let's let's kick the can of this thing that well pastors pastors have a direct line to god and therefore there's this unequal access to god no Jesus, this Christmas, friends, declares that because of this perfect prophet, everyone, and him being our mediator, everyone has equal access to God. Think about that. We were reviewing that last week when we finished our series on the promises of God, looking at the promise maker. Those in Christ have what? They have access to God. They can ask anything in the will of God, and yet he hears them and he answers them. Amen? So we take that to heart, that this, this prophet, this perfect prophet, is from God, like Moses, a mediator, an intercessor, and its implication for us is we have access to God. Think about that. God Almighty, holy, powerful, right? He wants to communicate with you and me. Because that's, that's what we can take by Him initiating this. We see the character of God. We see the love of God in Him establishing this. By Him establishing this, what do we read? We can take to heart that God loves us and wants to communicate. Wants to be with us. Wants to intercede for us wants to give us access to himself. All right. I know we think of prophets uh, perhaps a bit negatively. We see prophets like John the Baptist eating locusts, wearing bad clothes, stomping around, shouting. Okay. Perhaps that's the image we get of a prophet. But in the context of what we're reading here, by providing for us the perfect prophet, take this to heart. That God... Wants to be with you, wants to be with you, wants to communicate with you and wants to have someone intercede for you. And that's astonishing. God wants us to do well. He wants us to do well. He loves us so much that he gave us his son to be the mediator between his children and himself. Hmm. Take that to heart this Christmas. God cares about your concerns. Yes, He has access to us and now we have access to Him. And we can take our concerns to Him. We can take our concerns to Him. This Christmas, Matt, I don't know what your concerns are. Maybe they're major to you and to others, they're trivial. Friends, not to God. Your concerns are not trivial to God. Consider again the privilege, the power, the gift that you have as we anticipate the birth of the perfect prophet, our mediator, that you and I have access to this God, the throne room of heaven, whom we can ask anything in accordance to his will and he hears us and he answers us. Take that to heart this Christmas, friends. You are not alone and you can take any request to him. Okay? And in this context of love, in this context of love, raising up a prophet like me from among you, a mediator, okay, from your fellow Israelites. Here it is, end of verse 15. You must listen to him. Not just hear him, listen to him. You want Christmas to be filled with Christ, right? You want Christmas to be filled with Christ? You, you know, stop hearing and start listening. To God. Take what He says to heart and follow hard after Him. Follow hard after Him. Just reject that passivity. Reject going through the motions. It's not Christmas because you sing carols, it's Christmas because you listen to the prophet. Right? You listen to the Prophet. You appreciate the Prophet. You intercede, you pray because of the, 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 the access that has been given. By the mediating of this prophet you with me now we're talking christmas spirit now we're talking christmas spirit why must we listen we listen again don't lose the context of love that is in this text it's it's saturated in the love of god what makes a little boy or little girl step off the platform into the father's arms who's waiting at the bottom. Or the little boy or the little girl at the edge of the diving board jump into dad's arm or edge of the swimming pool. Alright? It, it's, not, it's not the engineering. It's not the fact that he can step and the rationale of just taking a step. It's not the geometry of, and the angle in which he does. None of that comes to mind. What makes him trust to obey? Come. What makes the child trust to obey? The love of the Father. The love of the Father. Friends, we celebrate the birth of the perfect prophet. And why? Not because someone's shouting and demanding and lightning and thunder and fear and chaos and death. We worship the perfect prophet because of the love of God. We obey. We take the step. We take the plunge, right? We jump into his arms because of the love. That's why the child does it. He knows the dad loves him. He knows it. And that love builds the trust, gives the trust for the child to obey, for obey. So think again, friends, your disobedience or lack of trust. Friends, could it be because you've missed the love of God? The perfect prophet, Jesus, is the love of God. And that's why we celebrate. That's why we embrace this Jesus and lift him high above all other prophets. Because he's the perfect prophet. Okay. Now he is great. He is good. But we also need him. We need him. And this is going to come up in the next verse. Verse 16. All right. For this is what you asked for of the Lord your God at Horeb. This is what you prayed for. You, you prayed for this prophet at Horeb um, on the day of the assembly when you said, let us not hear the voice of the Lord our God nor see this great fire anymore or we will die. Now, it, at first glance, it may seem pretty strange that the people of God are, are praying. Look, we don't want to see God. We don't want to be near God because we'll die. Okay, And God says in verse 17, yeah, you're right. You're right. What you're praying for is right. All right, you, You're asking for a mediator, someone to go in your place, because you know it, it's death. And at Mount Horeb, when the uh, Ten Commandments were given, we know the context of that, and the drama of it, and the awe of it, and the shock, the earthquake, the clouds, the pillar of smoke, the thunder. It was ominous. And they were terrified. They were terrified. And similarly, friends, when we embrace the perfect prophet, the one that God has given, we also understand that without Him, we are dead. Without Him, we're nothing. We need Him. We need this mediator. As they needed a mediator on that day, did they pray for a mediator? They got their mediator. It was Moses. Moses was going to go up the mountain and receive the Ten Commandments and by God's grace come back down the mountain, right? Right? And, and give the truth of God. They needed a mediator. So friends, you and I need this mediator. So take take to heart again what we are celebrating and anticipating on Christmas Day. We can, we can quite easily look at this little baby Jesus and think, oh, cute and, and small, and something we can control, right? No, friends, this mediator, yes, came in the form of a baby and depended on other humans taking one step at a time, Completely vulnerable to the elements and to poverty and to suffering. Right? But this one whom we serve. This one whom we listen to. This one that came from God. This perfect prophet is God himself. And we need that all. To, to come into our hearts again this Christmas. This is not business as usual. We worship The Lord God Almighty. The Lord, Lord Jesus Christ. Amen? We know to whom we pray. We know the one whom we worship. Or do we? Or do we? So let's not get this reversed. I know it's a baby Jesus, but that, that friends, is no small thing. That, friends, is God-man. The God-man. And we need Him. We need Him. We need Him. We need Him. He is awesome. He is awesome. We are broken. We are the ones needy. We are the ones vulnerable. We are the ones weak. We are the ones that die without Him. Right? There's no strength. I mean, God has a way that as soon as we think we're strong, He breaks us down. He breaks us and reminds us that we are weak. And we are ever needy of Him. We, we need Him. How how much do you need Jesus this Christmas? Or is this going to be Christmas as usual? Is this going to be going through the motions, I'm all fine? No, friends, you need Him. You need Him now. Just like you did the day you gave your life to Him. You need Him now. You have not seen yourself in true light. If you don't think you need Jesus, you need Him. We need Him every day. Okay. All right. Next point. Verse 18. I will raise up for them a prophet like you from among their fellow Israelites, and I will put my words in his mouth. He will tell them everything I command him. Okay. So Jesus, uh, Moses continues to point out that this prophet would be an answer to their prayer. All right. And what was their prayer? Well, we, 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 we can't do this. We need a mediator. Give us a mediator. And Moses says, he prophesies that a perfect prophet will be the true mediator. Okay? This Jesus is the perfect prophet. Now if you turn with me to John chapter 14. John chapter 14 from verse 8. Just illustrates again who this Jesus is. The awe of him and the worship for him. John fourteen eight. Philip said, Lord, show us the Father and that will be enough for us. Right. We, we need Jesus we need him that, that is our biggest problem this Christmas uh, whatever our concerns whatever our distresses, okay and I know there are many and I know there are problems that this is going to be very apparent but friends our greatest need is having this perfect prophet remedy us Because without Jesus, we remain separated from God himself. Without Jesus, we remain separated from God himself. He and the Father are one. So the beauty of Jesus, another beauty of Jesus, is that when we worship, when we think upon When we adore this one, we are also acknowledging that this one, this perfect prophet that comes, is one that comes in great love. Yes, we need him. We need him. But it also reminds us of how weak we are. And how much he loves us. I don't know where Christmas finds you this year, 2020. Okay? But in Isaiah... And in Matthew, Jesus reminds us who this perfect prophet is. Take this to heart. That a bruised reed he will not break. And a flickering wick he will not snuff out. Okay. There are some people here listening or watching. And they are a bruised reed or they are a flickering wick. But he will not break you and he will not snuff you out. You need him. Yes, we need him. But don't miss the love to which these words are packaged in. These words of listen to me. These words of God, whatever instruction he's given you, don't miss the love package. This text is a reminder of how deeply God loves us. He's not going to break you and snuff you out. If he was, he would not have sent us a mediator. He would not have sent us the perfect prophet. But he did. So he's demonstrating again how much he loves you. So what should our response be? Verse 19, I myself will call to account anyone who does not listen to my words that the prophet speaks in my name. So how do we respond? We respond and we will respond adequately when we listen to the prophet. Okay, so this Christmas, you're going to have ample opportunities. Ample opportunities to listen. Because you're going to have equally ample opportunities to miss Him, lose Him, not listen to Him. All right? The Spirit of Christ in you, you want that? Listen to Him this Christmas. Listen to Him. I'm not really so worried about. Getting Christ into Christmas. Haven't you heard that argument so much? Ah, they must bring Christ back to Christmas. Guys, listen. (laughs) A majority of the world is unsaved, unsaved. I mean, you're not going to convince a Hindu or Islam or Chinese person to put Christ in their in their shop. They're unsaved. So what, what, it's, even Jesus said, wide is the path of destruction, narrow is the path of righteousness. Okay, don't get all worked up about that, getting Christ back into Christmas. You focus on Christ's spirit in you. You pray that Christ's spirit is in every Christian this Christmas. That's what we pray. You get more concerned about that than about what, is, what the merchants are putting up as Christmas. You with me? You, you be more concerned about Christ in the lives of His people. That's what we're concerned about. So you will have ample opportunity to listen to Jesus this Christmas, the perfect prophet. Okay? You're going to be tempted this Christmas? I mean... Guys, don't get caught up in in trying to impress people or please people. You you get caught up in this Christ. You please Him. You serve Him first. Okay. We don't bow to please people. We don't bow to materialism. We're not going to bow to jealousy. We're not going to bow to keeping up appearances. I mean, give gifts. Exchange gifts. Yes. Do that. But do it in the name of Jesus and in the way Jesus would do it, without bowing to materialism, jealousy, keeping up appearances, or trying to please people. Okay? Spending more than than what you should be spending. Okay? Reflect this Christ this Christmas. Would you reflect it? As you apprehend, appreciate, worship, and adore this Jesus. And receive his forgiveness, you give. Give forgiveness. As you receive his mediation and his service, his ministry to you, you serve. You minister. As you receive his sharing of his inheritance and his riches, his blessings, his mercy, you share. As you receive his correction, his correction, his truth, his commands, as you listen, you share that with others. That's the spirit of Christ this Christmas. Amen? That's what we want. What is the spirit of Christ? It is to live your whole life for the benefit of others. For the, just like Jesus did for us. ABC, that's what we're calling everyone to over the next few weeks. And for those who have never apprehended or maybe never thought... we're, we're what about this perfect prophet? How do I know I have this perfect prophet for myself? Then, friends, it's, it's, it, what you need to do is you need to give up. You need to acknowledge that you need this mediator. You have no hope in God's presence without this mediator. We are weak, rebellious, broken. And we need someone to stand in the gap. And this news of turning to God need not be devastating. Okay? You don't need to be devastated and completely undone. In acknowledging how undone you are, this is actually life-giving. Life-giving. And God's grace is available to you. Even now. True spirit of Christmas. The wages of sin is death. But the free gift of God is eternal life. Through Christ Jesus our Lord. I would encourage you to take that gift. Take that gift. And come to know his life through it. Shall we pray? Father in heaven, thank you for this aspect that we have come across today this perfect prophet and lord what it means for us today we will take it to heart lord i pray that by the power of your holy spirit we would be renewed to listen we would be renewed to serve and to love and to give we renewed to live with the spirit of christ this christmas and Father, as we do that, we pray you would make us more like yourself. Not just for our sake, but for our family's sake, for our community's sake, for our nation's sake. In your name we pray. Amen. Thank you. God bless. I'll see you next week. Thanks for listening to our ABC podcast today. If you'd like to know more about ABC, then please check us out on Facebook, on YouTube, or our website. We also have resources we'd like to share freely to everyone uh, through Right Now Media. We have a channel with them, and we'd love to share you that link. Just email us on totibaptists at gmail.com or WhatsApp us directly on 79 33 and we'll get you in touch with those links and resources. If you have a prayer request or an item of praise or a question, then also feel free to get in touch with us via those links. Until next time, may the Lord bless you and keep you. May He make His face shine upon you and give you His peace.